Hello and welcome back to Your Best Friends Podcast. I am your host, Aurora, and today I am riding solo. Um, Seth is here. Say hi. Hello. Um, he is kind of just managing our sound and supervising, um, but this is basically just going to be a solo episode. So I am here and I've got my spiked Arnold Palmer and we... You and the spiked Arnold Palmer. <laughs> yes, me and my drink. We are going to talk a little bit about popping cherries or... Um, as would be more appropriately put, virginity. Um, and before like we get into this, obviously I would like to give the disclaimer that um, I'd like to give the disclaimer that virginity is a social construct and all of that. Um, but I guess maybe I should we should call it like not virginity stories, but like your first time question mark. I mean, obviously, these are virginity stories, but maybe it is better said that these are just, like, your first-time stories. But I asked all of you, dear listeners, what your first time was like and um, got some really good stories. Before I jump into that, though, I do want to just say I know that when I started the podcast up a few weeks ago, I mentioned that um, with starting it back up, there would be a lot more interviews, and yet... I have not had a single interview aside from my husband, um, and that is just because of poor planning on my part, but I want you all to get really excited because I have a few super exciting guests and guest co-hosts that are going to be on in the next few weeks, so this will be my last solo episode for a while probably, um, so I just want you guys to get super pumped about, um, a bunch of interviews that we have coming up they're super diverse we've got some that are going to be about fitness some that are going to be um we have like a twitter personality coming on um we have two twitter personalities coming on um anyway so i am super excited to have um some new guests on in the near future but just wanted to make sure that you all knew that i was going to be fulfilling that promise and i we are going to have a lot more guests um, on the podcast and it won't just be me for a time and all eternity. Um, so let's get into it. Um, maybe I will have Seth hop on for just a second to, uh, maybe tell us his version of, uh, our first time. Um, do, you, do you feel like sharing? Seth and I, <laughs> Seth and I first time were with each other, which is fresh. Um, first time going all the way, I mean. All the way in (laughs) (laughs) that was good (laughs) thank you um uh yeah i mean pretty sure you probably remember it better than me but i mean it was so we were very like probably most people's first times it was awkward even though we loved each other it was awkward and uh long it was very long it took a long time for everything to go the way that we Which hoped it would go. I have heard is not <laughs> typical. I feel it's like not a lot typical. of well, but I think it was in our case because both of us were trying to be very conscious of how the other person felt. Specifically, you you were trying to be very careful to make sure that I'm I was a comfortable. very giving lover. You are. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my memory, so here's the whole long story, guys. Seth and I were going to elope. Yeah. We were we were engaged, and. 
we were frustrated in a lot of ways, but sexually was one of them. And we were oppressed Mormons. Let's we just were be oppressed Mormons, and we knew we were going to get married anyway. And we just thought, like, let's just elope. Let's just do this. And we still planned on having like a ceremony um, on our like planned wedding date with my parents, like with all of our parents. But we were going to elope. And we had um, witnesses picked out. Like, we had a few friends that were going to help us. Um, But the weekend that we planned to elope, that we, it was very last minute. It was like the day before we were like, you know what? Let's just elope this weekend. Like, Seth was planning on coming up to visit. We were long distance at the time. Um, Yeah, we were going to elope. And no one in the state of Utah at the courthouse was in town they had a convention for literally every single ordained like judge and whomever they were all gone at a convention in southern utah i think it was the i think it was that it was there was no judge and and we had a friend that we were gonna have do it for us but he and he even like went online and did the whole like online minister thing but it takes like three days or something for them to process it and like officially like have it in the system or whatever. Yeah. And because everybody was out at this convention, they definitely wasn't getting processed right. that day because you still have to have no a judge one. sign mm-hmm. up on it. So, yeah. Yeah. So there was no one in town. We even called my bishop. We called not only my current bishop, but also the bishop for the family ward that we were going to be moving into um, in our church that we are no longer affiliated with. Um, and we called them and um, basically the one that we didn't know yet didn't answer and I left a message desperately being like, hi, my fiance and I are going to elope and we want to get married tonight. Is there any way that you can marry us? <laughs> um, and the other guy I He's called... like, these kids. I, I hear this thing every week. Come He's on. like, come on, you horny kids. Um, anyway, and then the other bishop that I talked to was like, I know that you will be happy with yourself if you wait six weeks and I was like okay so we ended up not eloping and we got married on the day that we planned but we did decide that night to bone anyway because we would have been married anyway we would have been married (laughs) anyway and I had put on my matching bridal underwear under my work clothes that day I had waited for you all day at your apartment because you were at work yes so I got home Seth and I got down to business but the the thing that's interesting about our story is that you know we're like making out it's fun and then we decide to play the game, what are the chances? I feel like I don't want this on the internet. Well, it's too bad. <laughs> anyway, I, you know, as horny teenagers, I wasn't a teenager. but Well, we was, were just trying to find like a way that we could. Unawkwardly, like, and, like get this going. Made it, it kind of made it more awkward, but it was like. That we didn't want to like say that we were just gonna like have sex straight up. Like it had to be like a game or it had to be like something right. that's kind of indirect. Like, oops, we had sex. Right, like, because because of the because whole oppression. Like, yeah, the whole yeah. like Mormon taboo. Um. Anyway, so that is what we did. We played. What are the chances? And that's how it started. That way. Um, took a long time because we wanted to make sure that everything went. Well, I was very conscious of just making sure that you, that I didn't hurt you or something like that. Because it's something that is new to your body. You're not used to that type of thing. It was. So, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that everything was good and that you weren't going to, like, you know, come away with it. Not, I don't know, I I didn't want it to be a bad experience. And in doing that, making, like, being so conscious of trying to make sure it was a good experience, I feel like we kind of, like, 
stretched out a little bit too much, mm-hmm. made it kind of not the best experience it could have been necessarily. And but then we went to Taco Bell afterwards. We did go to Taco Bell, which is a good place to go after that. <laughs> yeah, and um, it is our tradition every single year on our sex anniversary, we uh, go to Taco Bell. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Um, Anyway, so that is our story. Um, Now Seth will go back to scrolling through Instagram, (laughs) as he just was. Um, So let me share some of your stories, because I got some good ones. I got some stories that, I mean, I got a lot. There was a good variety. There was a good variety of people that were like, it was on my wedding night, and it was everything that I expected. Um, But there were also some crazy ones. So... Um, Can I just chime in and say that because we had that awkward experience before our wedding, our wedding night was actually really great. Our wedding night was a really wonderful, like, like awesome, like we like could communicate really well and it wasn't awkward and it was like really, really. Right. And I'm not saying that people who wait till their wedding night don't get that experience, but for us, specifically me, um, you were a lot more comfortable. I was a lot yeah. more comfortable and I know that the entire time we were dating and like leading up to getting married like and I knew we were going to get married that was something I was really stressed about was our wedding night because there's so much pressure around it and so and you're like, able to kind of relax because you already kind of knew yeah so our wedding night yeah. was able to just be like this relaxed enjoyable time without all of the pressure of that again mm-hmm. that's just our situation you can what are you saying what are I you was just saying? gonna say I'll go back to sitting over here <laughs> just watching you talk great okay so um, here is a mellow one to kind of start us out. On my honeymoon to my husband, I would hope it's her husband, and don't get me wrong, I was so excited, but I was nervous too, so we were making out and it was starting to get steamy and I literally forgot to breathe. I had to pull away and gasp for air, so it did not happen, but we did it later that night and it was more into it since the pressure was off. Um, here's a good one. <laughs> My boyfriend was afraid the bed my boyfriend was afraid the bed was going to creak and his parents would hear so he carpet cleaned the floor and then put a towel down. Now I cringe anytime I think about it. You know, I know a handful of people whose first times were on their floor. A handful of people. <laughs> um I would be interested to know how many how many people's like first time goes like that. Um okay, so we've got one this girl says when in regards to losing her virginity up until that point i had never even let any guy touch my chest over my shirt booty sure but never the no no square (laughs) this guy had gone on a few dates with a couple months before but we were starting back up again and the chemistry was crazy good and i was just falling in love one night we were watching new girl he had just moved into his own apartment with no roommates he just gives me this look so i ripped my clothes off and the rest is history now we're married and i still get butterflies thinking about it which is cute. Um, this girl says she lost her virginity with her boyfriend at the time in her dorm room while her roommate was in class. It was very non-romantic. Um, this girl says, first time I ever kissed anyone, I lost my virginity that same night in my college parking lot. Do you remember that time we had sex in the church parking lot? I think it was like the second, the third time? Third time? I think it was the third time. It was the third time. It was good I do time. remember. Sorry, it was that in your mom's car. I had to put my volume back up. <laughs> no, you're good. We were in your mom's car. It was in, my mom's car. In the church parking lot by my parents' house. It well, was, yeah, we were being oppressed again because we were at your parents' house. And and we I had think, just had sex for the first time like three days before. And yeah, so, it was right because 
Yeah, it was over Thanksgiving. Yeah, and here's the... No, it wasn't over Thanksgiving. Nope, that was like right after we met. Um, oh, sorry. No, it was... <laughs> we went down to visit um, like a month before we got married. Yeah. Um, no, what was crazy was the day before I had gotten my IUD in for the very... Like I'd never had birth control before and I had my IUD in and I did not realize that you that it's not effective for the first week and we were like great we can have unprotected sex because aurora has birth control so we go have sex in this church parking lot and then later i was like hmm maybe i should just double check this and i google it and was like well shit we (laughs) lucky for us that did not happen (laughs) yeah luckily we were fine but it was a very um like low i mean it wasn't like super stressful week but i was like Shit, this just I'm goes to show pregnant. how uh like how uneducated and oppressed we were growing up yeah. all this everything you're learning about well and also i was never told like the 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 person who like put my iud in was a friend of my mom so she didn't tell me like you have like it's not effective for seven days like use other contraceptives because you know she thought that i was not having sex because because Mormon. Because Mormon. This girl says, My boyfriend at the time and I both got in a really bad car accident, and due to how late it was, I slept over at his house. So, you know, the rest is history. This is one of my favorite ones. In a men's BYU housing apartment when all his roommates were gone for New Year's Eve. <laughs> Way to stick it to the man. Way to stick it to the boyfriend. The boyfriend. The the Mormon man. I don't know. To write to Brigham. Um, this girl just says, boyfriend's house. 17, ate mac and cheese immediately after. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Okay, this one says, in the playhouse my dad built me in the front yard of my childhood home. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. Um, in the backseat of my high school boyfriend's tiny car when I was 16. This one says, it was my boyfriend of four months and I decided it was time, despite being told to wait until I was married. I had a lot of shit to unlearn, but he was sweet and gentle and it didn't hurt. I love that. Um, a lot of wedding nights, a lot of wedding nights in my replies, which is great. Um, I like this one, wedding night, but it was actually great and not horrible and awkward like a lot of people told me it would be. Um, ooh, in the back of my Jeep Liberty to a guy with a girlfriend, I didn't know that. Now I live across the country and the girlfriend lives right next to my office building. This one, this one's one of my favorites. I've said that like 17 times, but on a beanbag chair. Also, I got pregnant. It was honestly the worst. Oh, girl. Oh, can you imagine getting pregnant the very first time you have sex? Actually, I know so many people that have happened to. There was a girl that I knew from high school who got pregnant literally on her wedding night found out she was pregnant a few weeks after getting home from the honeymoon and then she ended up having her baby prematurely and so they had a baby like oh like five months after they got married and when the baby was I remember her posting on her Instagram like that they had been married uh Nope, it was very Mormon of them. They, She posted that they were having the anniversary of their very first date a few months after her baby was born. So that was fun for them. Um, 
they're happy though. Like it's great for them. I just think it's wild that are you stealing my drink right now? No. <laughs> okay. Um, this one says it was my wedding night. I had so many bobby pins in my hair. Really slowed things down. That and the spanks. <laughs> oh man. Um, this one's so good. It was my honeymoon and we had it in an elevator that was stuck. If you're going to be stuck in an elevator, you might as well. Like, <sighs> um, I was 17 and he was 16 and we did it in his bedroom while his mom was asleep in her room next door. It hurt super bad for me. So I was scared to do it again for a while. Now we're married and we have a two month old daughter. Um, this one's really good. LOL. Typical Mormon virgin in between our ceiling and our reception. Fucking <laughs> Chef's kiss. That happened to, I was a bridesmaid at a wedding once. I'm just spilling all the tea on all my friends' um, virginities, I guess. Um, I, although I'm not given names, so nobody knows. But um, I was a bridesmaid once. And the girl, the bride, um, was not a virgin, but her husband was. And, which isn't a big deal. But um, he was, like, really wanted to have sex, like, as soon as they got out of the temple. out of Like, after the wedding ceremony. And she was like, no, I don't want to do it in between. Like, let's just wait until tonight. Like when we're in our hotel, like normal people, except for I found out later that they weren't staying in a hotel that night. They were staying in her childhood bedroom in her parents' home. So that's super awkward. I would hate for my wedding night to be in my parents' house, uh, period. But she, um, uh, they had a very long gap between their wedding and their reception, which I feel like is just kind of like a not super smart move. I feel like it should be like a few hours max, like enough time for you to like get situated and like go and like maybe take some pictures in between. Um, but I feel like having, they had like a six or seven hour gap between, I think they got married at like, 10 a.m. and then their reception was like at dinner time so it was like a really really long day um and her husband was like really cranky about the fact that they didn't have sex immediately and so she gave him a blow job in her childhood bedroom um but uh didn't want that to be their first time and so her her like what is the word i'm looking for her babe what's that word when you're like like she justified her justification okay her justification her justification for it because she didn't want her for their first time like their first sexual moment to be a blowjob in her bedroom she didn't let him finish so she just gave him like half a blowjob and then was like cool now let's go to your parents house and so he was the crankiest person ever that entire day like every single time anyone talked to him he was like so cranky and so anyway it was so funny they ended up um having sex on the bathroom floor during the reception so that is classic um but also good for them like do it whenever you want people i just think it's funny um in my boyfriend's sister's bed while my best friend was passed out in the other room um at summer camp with another counselor it was painful and awkward, but also perfect. <laughs> um, 
to my husband, but before we were married, ooh, taboo, we were 17 and it lasted literally a minute. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, this one by OG Ash Adams. Sorry that it's not anonymous. I had sex. That's her response. So anyway, if anyone wants the dirty deets on Ash, there you have it. That is how she lost her virginity. She had sex. Okay. Um, I lost it to my high school sweetheart. Now my fiance after six years in his college dorm room over spring break. Tell me that isn't the most cliche and stereotypical teenage rom-com type thing you've ever heard. True. Okay, Seth said that the next thing I should say to be, the next thing I should say is, sorry guys, I've had some drink. Um, <laughs> Seth says, the next thing I should say is, virginity is a construct, let yourself be you. Is that what you said? Not exactly. <laughs> what did you say? I said, um, I don't even remember. I said, virginity is a construct, you are... Nope, I don't know, something about being great, being you, and it doesn't, I don't know, good for you. Good for you. Congratulations on the sex. Congratulations on the sex, guys. Also, I don't know. Very good. No matter how you had sex the first time, that doesn't define you, okay? So so don't let it get you down. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, I did on a... We'll take like a little bit of a sad note really quick and then we're going to get back into some good stuff. Um, I did have a few messages that um, said their first time was non-consensual and I just want to let you know that that doesn't count. Um, that that was not your first time because you did not choose. Um, and not to like take away from like the intensity of that or like um like to diminish how serious that is at all but I don't I know that a lot of people have a lot of guilt or a lot of shame around that especially if like it was non-consensual at a very young age um and I just want to very briefly just say that that um that isn't your first time because that wasn't like your first time and also that really fucking sucks and um, I hope they went to jail. So, <laughs> on that note, just, well, they do deserve to go to jail. I know. Um. Cut that out. Sorry, you just looked so surprised. Yeah. I just felt like it was important to Maybe. make a statement. Um, use my platform for, for calling people out. So... I was telling Seth, we took like a very brief break for me to take a drink, and I was telling him that this would have been a really good episode to be sponsored by a vibrator company. Unfortunately, I was not sponsored by a vibrator company for this episode, so I will not be giving you any suggestions or recommendations, but um, there are a few things that we talked about on our sex episodes that I wanted to just briefly touch on and leave you with today um if you have not listened to the sex episodes that ash and i did over the summer you should they are our 
most listened to episodes for good reason they were really good um we told you a lot of great things and you guys told us a lot of great stories um so definitely go back and listen to those when you are done listening to this there are two episodes but a few things so after those episodes went live we got a bunch of responses um from people just like messages telling us things that they wish that we would have talked about more in depth as well as um just like adding on to the things that we had talked about and one of those things is the female orgasm so let's take a minute and break it down the female orgasm (laughs) um not really but if i can leave you with any words of wisdom over the next few minutes if I, I guess not leave you with if I can impart any wisdom to you over the next few minutes I hope that you are listening to this with headphones in because it would be really awkward I can't imagine anyone would list, start listening to like an episode about virginity like around their parents or something but if you were and you already haven't switched over to headphones now would be a good time but um first of all lube is your friend don't be afraid of lube that is my first tip for you. Second of all, vibrators are also your friend. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid of vibrators. Although I did hear a story once of a woman getting a bullet stuck up where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, Seth is laughing and shaking his head. Um, but here's, here's the, good, the good news. Well, it's bad news. She got a stuck of her and they were, I don't own a bullet, so I don't know whether they're rechargeable or they have batteries in them, but either way, it was either like freshly recharged or a fresh pair of batteries, whichever one it was. So it wasn't like they could just like wait it out for it to die. It was like hours and hours and hours. And I think that she had to go to the doctor for it because she like was straight up like squatting over her husband, like him, like trying to pull it out, but he couldn't. It was like up there. So anyway, they had to go to a hospital and get it pulled out. I think that's hilarious. Obviously, I wouldn't if it were me, but uh, RIP to the woman who got a bullet stuck up her hoo-ha. Yeah, so vibrators are your friend. And also on the topic of female orgasms. So one of the things that um people asked about a lot after our sex episodes went up um were that especially here in utah i know that a large part of our audience is here in utah um the sex education in utah is very minimal and by that i mean it's basically non-existent and I didn't grow up in Utah, but I had a very minimal sex education as well. And I, there were a lot of things that I did not realize until I got married. Um, like an embarrassing amount of things that I was like, oh, that happens. Um, so, um, so number one, sex should not hurt. I know that a lot of people like when they were sending in their replies were saying like their first time really hurt and I'll be honest like my first time hurt as well um but the two main reasons that okay let me just make a disclaimer really quick before I continue my thought 
I'm not a doctor. I'm also not a sex expert or anything. So take my opinion with a grain of salt. But in my experience, the two main reasons for for sex hurting, um, with the exception of like uh, like actual issues, um, like endometriosis and stuff like that, um, the main issue is are either or like doing it too quickly um and not focusing on the lady man why do I sound so awkward saying that (laughs) like going like trying to rush into things or just not focusing on like you focusing on the woman um or if you're both women you probably don't have that issue at all because you know how to do things um but um basically don't like be afraid to tell your man to fucking listen to you and do what is good for you like don't be afraid to ask for what you need thank you for coming in and is that that helpful yes i like i was starting to talk and then i had a massive brain fart because i've had just enough alcohol to like to slow down my brain and i forgot what i was trying to say um yeah communication is the best way to make sure that a sexual experience is a good experience. Yeah, being able to say like, no, that's uncomfortable or yes, that feels good is super important. I feel like especially for your first time, which is easier said than done because if when it's a new experience, it can be really hard to voice your needs. And a lot of people, especially if they are uneducated about sex, um, don't really take like a woman's pleasure into account when having sex especially for the first time and so it's focused on the man and so as soon as he's finished it's like over and that's not how it should be at all and so um so yeah so if you are not ready um like to progress as far as like the sexual encounter is concerned um don't be afraid to say that and make sure that your partner knows like that hurts or that's uncomfortable um and also like i said before lube is your friend and so if things are constantly hurting um or uncomfortable maybe try out a little lube um there are a lot of fun lubes out there and just not everyone's vaginas self-lubricate well enough to make the dirty deed comfortable enough so if you fall within that category or you think you might fall within that category head down to your local sex shop and pick up some lube because the people there will be less judgy than if you pick up lube at walmart um plus they have a lot more kinds and um they make flavored ones guys if you didn't know that uh you might not need flavored ones depending on what you're doing but um there are a lot of them and um i will just also say on the topic of lady business that like i said with vibrators before if you feel uncomfortable like expressing yourself um during sex and you feel uncomfortable like saying what feels good or what doesn't and all that good stuff um what i would recommend is finding yourself a good vibrator and spending some time by yourself figuring out what does feel good and what doesn't feel good that way you can relay that to your partner um later on when you are doing the deed and there is nothing wrong with (coughs) you good man so that's just inhaled alcohol the wrong <clears throat> the wrong way 
You There's can't smoke alcohol. <coughs> you can't breathe alcohol. Well, you can breathe alcohol fumes. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Seth just completely threw me off my soapbox there, but that's okay because I think, I think um, that's about it. So I, as always, am super duper grateful for each of you when you tell me, like when you guys share your experiences with me for these episodes. Um, it really means a lot to me and I love being able to share these experiences with you guys. It helps me... Um, it helps me connect with you guys but also it makes me feel like we really are best friends because I get to know all these little tidbits about your life rather than you guys just listening to me all the time talking about my life and my experiences and the things that I want to talk about I like being able to include you guys um, because it really does feel like a friendship to know all of these facts about you guys because if we were like hanging out like having a drink at my house or at a coffee shop or wherever like if we were just hanging out I like to think that the things that we talk about in these episodes that you guys share with me are the things that we talk about and I mean girls we all know that we really do talk about sex with each other so it's not weird we can all admit it but um it is really nice to be able to have that connection with you guys because I do really feel like we're all just best friends hanging out in my bedroom at night <laughs> all right <laughs> That sounds all right like i know this is a valentine's episode. day episode oh, oh i just turned the volume up way too much <coughs> man are you I'm okay? still coughing um the way as i was saying was those really words nice. as they came out of my mouth i was like this is not my intention i'm recording in my bedroom and that's why i said that but you know what you all knew we're that. all friends in your bedroom at night we're it's all, fine. yep exactly we're all friends in my bedroom at night um <laughs> so your best friends in your bedroom at night podcast tm Patent pending. It's trademark, so now you can't I don't know why the there would be a patent for this. <clears throat> um, anyway, so I feel like I'm unraveling fast, even though it's only 8.30 p.m., but... I love you. Good night. <laughs> well, before... <laughs> um, if you are not already following me on Instagram, following the podcast on Instagram, go ahead and look us up at My Best Friends Podcast. Um, I do really love being able to get input from my listeners for episodes like this. And also I will like kind of canvas like future episode ideas. Um, So a few days ago I posted on my stories and was like, hey guys, this week do you want to hear about virginity stories or MLMs? Because after last episode, a few people messaged me um, saying that they had things about MLMs that they'd like to say. Um, People who are in MLMs and people who have been in MLMs before, um, as well as a few people saying like, hey, actually you mentioned that, but I'd also, I'd really like to hear an episode on that. Um, And so it was nice to be able to bring it to you guys and say, hey, which episode do you want to hear more? Um, Because like I said at the beginning of this episode, this is going to be my last solo episode for a little while. And I've got a bunch of really great guests and co-hosts coming up. And um, so I wanted to know which one you guys wanted to hear about first. And I love being able to hear your stories and your input and things like that. So if you aren't following, um, again, it's at my best friends podcast and it means the world to me to have you guys follow um, and interact. And you can also follow me on Instagram. Isn't it at your best friends podcast? (laughs) At your best friends podcast. I'm sorry, guys. There you go. It is hard to (laughs) make that transition. I've been saying... (laughs) 
my best friend's podcast for like over I a still year. Call it my best friend's podcast. It's your best friend's podcast. So I'm sorry. On Instagram, it's at your best friend's podcast. That's the name of the podcast. I know what I'm talking about. Um, you can keep all that in because I'm yeah, no, just a blumbering good. idiot. Um, yeah, so at blumbering at your <laughs> at your best friend's podcast. The other at doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. R.I.P. Um, at your best friend's podcast. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram as well at Aurora McCausland if you feel like it. But what's more important right now is that you follow the podcast. Um, also, if you liked this episode, it really helps a lot if you leave a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Unless you didn't like the episode, in which case, uh, please Keep DM me Keep your opinion nicely. to yourself. Yeah, and don't say don't mean even... things about me on the internet. Please, I'm not saying mean things about you on the internet. Do you have anything nice to say? Don't say it at all. If you wouldn't say it to my face, then don't say it behind your screens. Anyway, <laughs> I love you. Good night.